This is the Sports Life. I'm your host, Blake. <laughs> New intro. Just gonna try that out. Uh, but in this episode, I wanted to get to my top three quarterbacks in the upcoming draft, and I mentioned it uh, previous episode. And I have the 2020 CBS mock draft pulled up, and they have Joe Burrow going number one. And real quick, I'm just going to go through uh, the top three quarterbacks going um, if they're if top uh, if there's three quarterbacks going in the first round. So Joe Burrow going number one, and right now it looks like Cincinnati is going to be in that spot. Um, and then. Further down the list, uh, we have Justin Herbert going at number twenty-three, projected to be the Dol- to be going to the Dolphins. I don't know if necessarily he uh, goes down that far if he drops that far. Um, but he's definitely the third quarterback that I would putting put in my rankings. Um. If 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 we want to go down into detail of why I like this certain quarterback over this one over that one, I'll do that. Um, real quick though, uh, Tua is not in this mock draft, considering he has come out and said that he's not sure that he will come out for the draft. Which to me, I I, I think. Obviously, it just it's 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 his decision. But if you think about it, what good would it be to stay, to stay, um, to stay at Alabama, come back another year, and potentially suffer another injury? Like that that is a possibility. Um, obviously, you don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. That would be terrible. Considering he, you know, not just considering that he's been injured before, but you know, injuries suck. They're just terrible. You don't want to have an injury, but in this game, those happen a lot more often than just you know your normal everyday thing. So, so that that is pending if he is going to come out for this draft or not. Um, so that that is a huge huge impact on mock drafts and where they have quarterbacks. So if if Justin Herbert is not, I mean, if Tua is not going to come out for the draft, I would definitely have uh, Justin Herbert up higher than 23 i would understand if he dropped to 23 if tua was um if tua was gonna be if he declares for the draft and obviously i don't think justin herbert would would drop all the way to 23 just somewhere around there because there's no way the giants i mean uh dolphins take another quarterback and i believe they would try to get um tua i think they would probably get him at three with their third pick, um, and then just it would be interesting. Who do they go to? Who goes and gets Justin Herbert? I mean, how, where where would he fall? What team would he go to? Um, I think a lot of a common denominator between the top teams they somehow the top the top at the draft that is not the top teams, but. Um, they seem to have their quarterback figured out. You're talking about 
the Lions, they have Matthew Stafford. Uh, the Redskins seem to have their guy in Dwayne Haskins. Um, the Giants, I think they're going to be sticking to... Uh, uh, um, my mind is literally blanking right now. But the Cardinals, they have Kyler Murray. Uh, Jets, uh, Sam Darnold. Jacksonville is interesting because I'm not sure they keep Foles. I'm not sure if they think Minshew is a backup or starter. Um, I think we would just have to wait and see. Uh, Denver just drafted a quarterback last year, and Drew Locke has played well. Uh, the Chargers, they're in need of a quarterback. Um, the Panthers, I think you could, depending on if they keep Cam Newton, they could draft a quarterback. But just you can see that you can see the common denominator with these bottom tier teams. They they somehow have their quarterback. They just they haven't had all these pieces. They don't have these pieces yet for that quarterback. And so it, it would be definitely interesting to see what team gets Justin Herbert if if Tua declares for the draft because I think Tua would go three. Joe Burrow one to the Bengals. And then, yeah, Tua to the Dolphins at three. Um, other than that, I don't I – don't, besides the Chargers, um, the Chargers, re- really I don't see – and the Colts. Colts at 15. I'm I'm unsure where Justin would fall. Um, I think the Raiders. I'm not sure if they stick with Carr. Um, Dallas. They're sticking with Dak. Also the Jaguars, Chargers, Jaguars, and Colts are three teams that come to mind within the top fifteen, top seventeen, that don't have their quarterback and could take Justin Herbert if if Tua declares for the draft. Anyway, enough of that. But moving on to something about this, um, my top three. Uh, my top three, I would take Joe Burrow number one. And a lot of people besides LSU fans and maybe a few SEC fans just here and there would complain about me having Joe Burrow at number one. And here's why I have him at number one. For a, a few reasons, Um uh, there's a lot to like, and when I say that, I'm talking about more specifically intangibles, the leadership qualities, uh, the work, the work ethic. Um, we've seen that on clear display. I mean, I hear, I'm, I've heard the same story several times that he prepares like an NFL quarterback. Um, he's constantly watching film. He's constantly comparing. Um, so that's something you definitely look forward to. If you're a team that gets him, see, here's the thing with a lot of quarterbacks that don't necessarily work out. I think uh, the deciding factor comes down to their intangibles, uh, their leadership, uh, the way they express themselves um, around their teammates, uh, their impact on their teammates, the influence they have. Uh, also, you know the the uh, how they prepare, their work ethic. Uh, the coachability, how coachable are they? And I think a clear uh, um, example of that is Lamar. And look at the jump he made from one year to the next. And I think that might be, that probably could be a reason why Joe Burrow made that such a huge leap from last year to this year. Um, 
obviously a, a lot has to do with Joe Brady, the passing game coordinator coming in from the New Orleans Saints. That has a lot to do with it. But I also think just the overall coachability that Joe Burrow has and um, the pieces that he was, he, he was finally able to settle in. And honestly, if you did watch Joe Burrow last year before this year, great year, uh, but the previous year was a little rough. He was putting the ball on the money. It was just the receivers would have drops, and you know every receiver has drops. It's just something they needed to work on. But he was putting the ball right there for him. Drops, it just drops and drops. And of course, there was obviously some bad play uh, by him. But you know, you you live and learn, and that's something he's done this year. So I don't think it's all goes on to Joe Brady the passing game coordinator, but I think he has a huge part in why this offense is so, is so uh, explosive and why Joe Burrow has has uh, made that leap in improvement. But that's the biggest reason why I would take him number one over any of the other quarterbacks is those intangibles, the it factor. I've seen the it factor in huge games. He's made that they they said Heisman moment play his he's he's not as he's more athletic than you think a lot of people don't think he's as athletic as he uh, as he is but he is um, a good example that that play against Georgia where he's he's back in the pocket and honestly <laughs> looked like Russell Wilson just you know less mobile didn't look as smooth and uh, carefree didn't look as poetic. But he definitely busted out a few moves back there and then th- threw the ball for a 70-plus gain. So I think that really staples what he is as a player. He's a tough competitor, and that's that's the reason why I would take him at uh, number one over the rest of the quarterbacks. A concern I have, let's get to that, because I'm going go, to go a positive and then look at the concerns, pros and cons. Um, my concern would be... Uh, is he? Does he have enough tools himself to overcome the lack of tools around him? Is he one of those quarterbacks that is going to need more help or less help? Like, depending on the help, let's say he gets little help, can he overcome that? Um, just there, there's few that can. Nothing against. Any quarterback that can't, but there's a few that can, and I want to see if he can. Obviously, you're going to need people around you, um, but just I want to see, is he that type of player that can overcome a lack of tools to work with? And we'll see. We'll see. So that's my that's really my only concern with him. He's got a good arm. Not great. But I think it's better than a lot of people will give him credit for. So, and he's far more athletic than a lot of people think. So, again, that's my my concerns, and then what I like about him. Moving on, I think I would take Tua. This is just not necessarily not necessarily uh, this year. Um, just kind of overall the quarterbacks from. Like from this year, just not not necessarily they're going to be going in this order. 
in the draft because obviously Tua has came out and said that he's undecided whether he's going to declare for the draft or not. But right now with the quarterbacks that we assume are coming out um, and the quarterbacks that, you know, they are coming out, I would say Joe Burrow and then Tua. Tua, what I like about Tua is he's a lot more naturally talented than uh, Joe Burrow and I think even Justin Herbert. He's like a – he's looked at as a uh, transitional transitional player, uh, once-in-a-lifetime type player potentially. A concern would be the injuries. We've seen injuries uh, during his time at Alabama. So that, that definitely – plays a huge part in a team deciding to draft him if he does declare, and even when he declares for the draft. Um, I'm, I'm also concerned about how Alabama handled the high ankle sprain injury, and they, I mean, they really did jeopardize uh, a lot there, but I guess it did work out, but still, I, I, just, I, I do have concerns about, about that specific injury. And uh, considering he didn't have much time off, I want to know ex- like if that injury is a high ri- high in re-injury risk or not. How that works out? Again, considering he was you know he was rushed back. Let's let's not sugarcoat it. But at number three, I would have Justin Herbert. I'm gonna start with my concerns here because I have a little more concerns um, than. What I like from what I've seen. I haven't seen every single Oregon game. I have caught up on a, a few pieces of film. I, I've seen the Utah game. Um, so my my biggest concern over all the concerns is the level of play. Um, can he do this at a fast-paced level in the NFL? I think the answer is yes, but reason why I have him at three, despite that answer being yes, is that we, we know that it's gonna take it's gonna it's going to take longer for him to adjust. Um maybe sit behind a quarterback, something like Aaron Rodgers done. Um and then just, you know, sitting behind a quarterback, let him develop something like Matt Patrick Mahomes done behind Alex Smith, let him learn. Let him get used to the the pace, you know. Let him see that pace firsthand, not on TV. Let him see that pace firsthand and kind of try to settle him in as quickly as possible and then move him out there. Don't throw him out in the fire right away. We've seen that happen before, and we've seen what happened. So I think as a quarterback, out of all three, he's it's going to take him longer, a little bit longer to adjust. That's nothing bad against him. It's just going to take longer to adjust because he I don't think he's faced the level of competition that Joe Burrow or Tua have uh, played. And so that's my biggest concern. Another concern is accuracy. Uh, actually, that's probably wraps up my concerns is the accuracy one. I want him I want to see him improve in that. There's room for improvement for all these guys, but accuracy is one of them for Justin Herbert. Um, what I like about him is obviously if you were if you were if someone says okay I want you to build your your quarterback I want you to you can do whatever you want you can build him any way you want he is one of the models that I think would be produced 
he's like that that the signature the uh what what really embodies what a quarterback does look like what a lot of people will imagine a quarterback to be if you're an NFL person so I think that that's going for him he's got a great arm he's got a cannon um that's also going for him he can run we've seen we've seen that in the Utah game he didn't run at all last season I mean well last season and then throughout this year but then he ran in that Utah game so he does have legs and I think with the NFL and the way it's moving now uh you have to at least be somewhat mobile somewhat you don't have to be a runner like you know Trevor Lawrence isn't considered a runner but he's got over 400 rushing yards on the season so you're that just adds another dimension and that seems to be where the NFL is moving so those are my top three quarterbacks. Uh, I'm going to do a fourth one real quick because I'll, he isn't getting a lot of love based on what I've seen in the draft boards, the mock drafts, all that. He isn't getting a lot of love, but and I can see why, you know. But my fourth quarterback that I would go, I think a few quarterbacks that have potential. Uh, Jordan Love out of Utah State, um, Tyler Hunt- Huntley, out of uh, Utah, that to me, those those to me are quarterbacks that, two quarterbacks that come to mind right now uh, that are good project quarterbacks, and I think, you know, they could, I think both could go in the second round, but I, my fourth quarterback after Joe Burrow, Tua, and then Justin Herbert would be Sam Ellinger. And before and before anyone says, you know, why would you choose him? First off, he's got a great arm. Um, he can run. He's tough. I've seen it over and over. And I think toughness is something that, again, if real quick going back to Joe Burrow, that's one of the reasons why I like him as a quarterback. He's really tough. He's shown that toughness. And so back to Sam Ellinger, he's also shown toughness. And that really, for me, it's a, it's like a personal thing for some reason. Just personally, I love toughness in a quarterback. You know, you're gonna you're probably going to be the most protected guy on the field, but I still want to see toughness from you. And I've seen that from Sam Ellinger. And look, I'm going to give you a few stats. His quarterback rating versus the AP top 25 is 134.9. So against top 25 teams, his quarterback rating is over 130. That's really good. His com- completion com- his completion percentage versus the AP top 25, 66.9. Okay, and we're talking about college here. Where, uh, if you remember correctly, Daniel Jones had barely over 50% completion percentage against low-level competition. And the Giants think he's their guy. And you're talking – and he's – and Sam Anlinger is doing this at a higher clip against higher competition. And I'm not comparing to – I'm just saying we've seen quarterbacks in the past not have as great completion percentage – and Sam Ellinger, and and they work out fine. Sam Ellinger, he's at sixty six point nine against top twenty five teams. Passing yards versus AP top twenty, 
1,074 touchdowns versus AP Top 25. And his overall stats for 2019 so far, they have a bowl game coming up against Utah, actually. But uh, the stats for 2019, his completion percentage is 65.1, which has steadily improved which is something you like. If you are an NFL scout, you look at how much improvement he's made. And it's improved. Uh, his passing yards, 3,462. Uh, 3, it's also improved. Sorry, that was my chair. Um, which is also improved from 2018, last season. And his touchdowns, 29 and it was 25 in 2018, last season. And although his interceptions, this is something a little concerning. But then again, every quarterback those interceptions. He's got nine interceptions, which is a increase from last year. But I mean, again, he has more. He has he had more attempts this season than he did last season. Um, so if if I'm a if I'm a GM or NFL scout. If I'm looking at these quarterbacks, Sam Ellinger would definitely be higher up on my board as opposed to, you know, all these guys from ESPN, Fox, ESPN. I said ESPN. ESPN, Fox, CBS. Um, like, he would, be a, he would be higher up than a lot of people project. So that would be my fourth quarterback I'd, I'd look at. I think there's a few that uh, might be better. Um, potentially be better. I think certainly one of the criticism criticism about uh, Sam Ellinger is he kind of reminds you of Tim Tebow. But the thing is, I don't know. I don't. I don't get that concern. I sort of do. I sort of don't. But I don't. I don't see that in him. I see a guy who can throw better than Tebow. So you know, we'll see. We'll see how that how that how it plays off plays out. This is one of the strongest quarterback classes in recent memory, besides the Deshaun Watson class. You had Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, I believe was in that. Um, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold. That was a that was a, that was one of the best classes I've. Witness, but I think this is this could potentially be the best class over that one. But a lot of quarterbacks ain't going in the top the first round, and and you know, I don't know. I really don't know what to say. But those are my top. Those are my top three: Joe Burrow, Tua, uh, Justin Herbert, and then I went four and put Sam Ellinger. I'm not too positive on that, but then again, I think. You, I, th- I would, I would understand it if a team went Jordan Love, or Tyler Huntley, or Jalen Hurts. That's that's another name that's been thrown around, possibly in the top. I've seen it. I've seen him go in the top uh, twenty uh, on on draft boards before. I've I've read a lot of them, and he's been in the top twenty. I don't think he'd take him top twenty, but. I, I could see him going in the first round. He as of late he hasn't been projected, but we'll see. We'll see how the LSU and Oklahoma game plays out, and then also the Ohio, Ohio State and um, Clemson. Although those two quarterbacks, they have, they're gonna 
be coming back at least in the year. But yeah, those are my top three quarterbacks. Um, also, my reasons why I like them, my concerns. Even gave Sam Ellinger a little love, and he's not getting that love from uh, all the other guys. From ESPN, Fox, CBS, all those—they they ain't giving that love. I think they had actually had Jordan Love and um, over Sam Ellinger and Tyler Huntley over Sam Ellinger, and then Jalen Hurts and plenty of other quarterbacks over him. And I don't think that's right. I, I just. Not just my gut feeling either, but I feel like I'm rambling on. But yeah, that was our my top three quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, Tua, Justin Herbert. And then I went Sam Ellinger for number four. Uh, yeah, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, hope you enjoy this episode. I'll see you in the next episode. And potentially we might be talking about the Browns drama. Patriot struggles. I also want to get to load management, which is a huge deal in, in the NBA right now. Uh, and then NFL power rankings. And we're already almost to week 16. And, wow, it's, it's, it's flying by. We're on Thursday, almost there to week 16. So those picks are going to be coming out Friday or Saturday. Be on the look for that. Be, be on the lookout for that. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Till next time. Bye.